Welcome to the Next Level Woman podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Hart, the results manifestation coach for women. I am on a mission to help them just like you to break through your limiting beliefs, your old programming and paradigms to truly manifest a life that you want, not what everyone else in your world and in society tells you that you should have, but what you want. You are in for such a treat because what we're going to be doing in this show is to help you unlock the secrets to manifesting that life. Where those secrets exist, they exist in your mind. And our goal through these episodes is to really help you unlock the secrets to take your life to the next level to manifest a life that you love. So whether you want more money, more freedom, to have more impact, better relationships, you want better health, happiness, whatever your goal is, we are here to support you in achieving it. Tune in to this podcast every single week like it's your job, because I promise you, it's going to create massive change in your life. So let's do this. Welcome back to the Next Level Woman podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Hart, and I'm really excited because I have another one of my friends. I consider her a dear friend, even though we're not together. It's been years since I've seen her in person. There's just something about connecting with someone you just you feel connected with on a spiritual and heart level. So I'm excited to welcome Julie Ritchie. And Julie wrote up a little bio, so I'm going to... Um, Make sure I read this so I get it right. There's so much more to Julie than this, but we'll start with this. So Julie works with you so that you can generate a steady stream of high paying clients in your business, leverage your time and lay the foundations for your first six figures. She believes in simplifying and dropping the busy work by focusing only on the client generating activities, which are appropriate for the stage of business you're at. You implement a process for signing clients and consistent income. With her company, Do Business Like a Woman, she supports you to balance the masculine and feminine energies in your business. This leads to creating a wildly profitable business while honoring your health, relationships, and enjoying the process. She's committed to helping women create financial independence, heal themselves, and raise the collective consciousness. Beautiful. Welcome, Julie. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure, and I'm really excited to be here. So hard to know where to start. There's so much I want to talk to you about, but let's just um, get it started by um, let's talk about one of what I think is one of your favorite topics, just balancing that masculine and feminine energy so that we can create a wildly profitable business without sacrificing your health or relationships. So how did you pull that off? How did you come to teach people that? Well, I I don't know if I can claim to have entirely pulled it off perfectly, but um, it certainly is a work in progress. And really, the the reason I got interested in this was because when I left my last job, I was so burned out and so struggling for energy. And as I began to create my business, I had a question in my mind, and that was, can we do this in a different way? Can we do this in a way that is more pleasurable that is honoring our health 
you know, I felt like I was allergic to hustle. So there would be these, you know, gurus talking about hustle and working all the hours and it just didn't fit with me. So when I started Do Business Like a Woman, the question was, can we create wildly profitable businesses as women entrepreneurs while honoring our, our health and our relationships and without sacrificing those? Because anyone can create money, anyone can create a business and earn money, but do they still have good health? Do they still have thriving relationships? If not, well, I'm not interested in that. So that was the question that I set out to answer. And I have my own health challenges as well. And I'm happy to report that the answer is, well, yes, you, we can, absolutely. And my mission and, and how I work with people is to explore how they can do that and how they can balance the masculine and feminine energy. So, yes, they're creating money, they're creating six figures and beyond. And at the same time, it's so much more. It really is about honoring our health as women, lifting each other up. Um, it's so much bigger than just the individual. Right. Now, I've heard about masculine and feminine energies before. Probably a lot of us have, but can you explain that a little bit more? What are those? Yeah, happy to. So the way I define it is masculine energy is to do with doing, it's to do with actions. It's very linear, goal-oriented. It's about the I, the individual very achievement focused, very logical. So, you know, that is the goals, the steps, what are your monetary goals? What are the actions that are going to get you there? We need that in our businesses and in our careers. And typically what I see though, is that a lot of businesses are built just around that and there's not the feminine energy aspect. And I feel that that is where the imbalance comes in I believe that a lot of the problems we see in our world are due to that imbalance, you know, where people are just working so hard and putting in all the hours, but they're not bringing in the creativity or the intuition. So feminine energy then is about the being. It's about receiving, whereas masculine is giving. So feminine energy is receiving, being, intuition, creativity, um, it's the divine feminine. So it's about flow. It's about divine inspiration, collaboration, working together. It's about the collective rather than the I. And I think it's our spiritual connection as well. And I think that we need both of those energies in our business. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's one reason I wanted to bring you on because you do have a unique way of talking about this and helping your client this. Now, in your bio, you mentioned heal themselves. Can you tell me more about the healing? Yeah, so this was a personal piece to me, but at the same time, it's not at all personal because so many of the women that I support and that I talk to have some kind of health issue going on, you know, some kind of whether it's just fatigue and tiredness, hormone imbalance. For me, I have or had a thing called endometriosis, which um, can cause very painful periods and does cause very painful periods, lack of energy and various other symptoms. And it's something that I've worked on and I've worked on holistically. I actually first had a painful, really painful period when I was 14. I can remember being at school, being in a chemistry lesson and just this crippling pain 
coming on and, and being sent to the nurse and then being sent home. And that was the first of many times that that happened. Well, my mom took me to the doctor and they put me on the pill, the hormonal pill, contraceptive pill. And I was on the pill for over 20 years. And that isn't good for a woman. And the, the problem was that it was just masking the symptoms. It was masking what was going on underneath. So as I began to get into healing and, and um, you know, alternative health and medicine, I looked at that and I made the decision to take myself off of the pill. And of course, the uh, pain came back with a vengeance. This was about seven years ago. And ever since then, I've been on a journey, a holistic journey of healing and trying different things. And I have made so much progress. It is nothing like it used to be. The pain is manageable and I have much more energy. I'd say it's manageable. I'd say it's in remission. But um, it has just been so interesting navigating, building a business and taking care of my health. And there's been a lot of pressure. But what I realized is the pressure came from me. It came from me thinking that I had to work a certain way or that if I needed to go to bed for a day, that that wasn't OK and that my business was going to fall apart. And I, I noticed that it was me putting all this pressure on myself. So I wanted to know, well, how can I honor my cycle as a woman? How can I continue this healing and still build an amazing, profitable business? First of all, is it possible? Yes, it is. But I really had to find the way for myself. And there was a lot of guilt and shame when I did need to rest. I've made a lot of progress with it, but I see it in my clients too, that they go between this struggle of thinking that it's either or, like either my health or my business. Well, no, it needs to be both. And I think as women, we're really well placed for this because we have our natural cycles, you know, whether you're still menstruating or not. We have these natural cycles, and I believe that it's a gift rather than a curse. Oh, I love to hear that. Yes. You know, I've thought about this sort of thing before. Where do we get this pressure, this unreasonable pressure? And certainly in school, uh, but probably before school, you know, and then in the, at least in the U.S., um, the workplace, when I was Back, I started out as a CPA and, you know, it's bro culture, really, you know, bros in suits, basically. <laughs> no offense to the bros, but anyway. Um, we love the bros, but yeah. Um, it was all work, work, work. And, you know, those, like, it was a badge of honor for how much overtime you worked and just, oh, yeah, you know, who goes on vacation? And so, you know, typically Americans have two weeks of vacation for the whole year, two weeks. And, you know, and it was you know, honor, just didn't even take that. You don't need that. But, oh my gosh, how can you possibly have balance? And, you know, of course you're going to have shame and doubt about yourself if that's the standard that someone set. So forget that standard. We just say no to that standard. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's difficult, you know, and it's it's that whole like sleep when you're dead and all that kind of stuff. But I just knew that when I heard those marketing messages, something in my body tensed up and it was like my whole system was rejecting it and rebelling against it. So I was like, OK. And then and then it was the pendulum swing of like being a bit too indulgent with myself, you know, a few too many hours off. So then it's finding that 
balance, I guess is the word, but everyone has to find their way forward. But it is this kind of societal pressure, these norms that we just subscribe to very unconsciously, I think, about how we should work, about the amount of hours we should do. And as you say, this badge of honor for being busy. Well, I've come to learn for myself and realize that I don't want to be busy. I want to be effective and I would rather be productive than busy. I don't need to work loads and loads of hours to create results in my business. And actually, I'd rather create them in a shorter amount of time and have quality time off. And when I'm working, I'm working and I'm fully present. And when I'm resting or taking self-care or being with my partner, I'm there and I'm doing that and I'm not thinking about work. Beautiful. Well, somebody needs to teach the rest of us how to do that. So I'm glad that you've taken that on. I'm not saying that I do it perfectly. I still, even to this day, I you know can feel guilty when even I calendar my rest time now. I have a period app. I know roughly when my period's going to be, and I make sure that that week I don't have a lot of appointments. And I the two days when it can be more challenging, I calendar that I'm going to be in bed and I'm not coaching or anything else. But even today, I still sometimes feel like my brain goes to, well, you should be working you should be doing this other thing. And so it's just undoing that conditioning and questioning that thought. Well, is that true? Like, I believe if you've planned to rest, you should be resting, right? So it's just questioning those automatic thoughts that, oh, you should be working harder. You should be, you shouldn't be resting right now. You know, what and what that means. Right. Well, I'm glad you brought up that, you know, you're not perfect at it because you do, you make it look so easy. You know, you're not the only one. We, it's so easy to look at the gurus and the people who've been doing this for a long time and coaching or whatever it is and think, oh, you know, they're different for me. But being vulnerable and admitting that, you know, you still, you don't have it perfect. That's such a gift to, you know, to let us know that makes it seem like, you know, we can all step in and learn how to do this better because it's, well, it, it's a journey, right? Well, that's true. I mean, I'm not, I'm just a normal person. As you know, you know me, we we uh, we were chatting before we came on. I spent time with you right at the beginning of this journey about eight years ago in your Paris apartment at the time. And I can remember writing blog posts then, and then we would go out to dinner, such a fun time. But um, really anyone can can learn to do this. I was not an effective businesswoman at the beginning and I struggled to get clients and I struggled to be consistent and I struggled for a long time. I failed and failed and failed until eventually I created some success. Um, But every new level, I'm failing again and again until I create success. And it's the same for all of us, but it's learning how to do that, learning how to do business. And I would say that For me, um, the masculine structures, that habits, behaviors, and and actions daily that build a business have been the game changer for me. So yes, the feminine energy, but feminine energy is like water. Without a container, it will flow everywhere. So for me, the the masculine structures, and you and I were talking about using our calendar before we came on. My calendar is key. You know, I follow my calendar. Um, But having those processes, I teach my clients just four client generating activities, you know, when they're not yet at six figures that they need to focus on because 
so often we're like an octopus on roller skates trying to do all the things and not being effective so let's simplify it let's see what it is you need to be doing right now and get you focused get rid of the overwhelm and then just making it into a habit and when it becomes a habit in your business that's when you get the traction that's when you get the momentum so i'm not different or special and no one you see is those gurus, they've just had longer to perfect those systems and processes, and they've got it working in their business. Anyone can do the same. Now, we need patience. We need tenacity. I'm reading a book at the moment called The Slight Edge. Do you know that one? Oh, I don't know. So good. Um, it's all about just creating those little habits and just a little bit better each day. And I would say that's how I've built my business. You know, it's not quantum leaps or overnight success that's what we see on the front end we're like oh you know look at her doing whatever she's doing but actually you don't see the eight years behind the scenes that the little actions were taking place right and the skills were being learned and honed right I think coaching I mean you said it without saying it I know you've probably had some coaching along the way I know we both we met through a program that involved a little bit of coaching um that does help. So you at least learn from someone else's experience. So it helps you make up for a little time. For the longest time in my life, I felt like I was behind. I need to make up for, for lost time. And it is good to kind of compress. We'll always fail forward, basically, to fail forward faster. So that um, may as well use the help of someone who has already gone through something. Oh, definitely. I mean, I wouldn't be without my business coach. And what I have seen is that if you're a coach or a service-based female entrepreneur, I think it's a requirement to be coached. Look, I mean, let me justify that. You can probably do it by yourself, but my experience, it will take longer. It will be harder. So many people give up before they reach that point. So for me, being coached, having someone who's done it, who can hold me accountable, who can kick me in the bum when I need it, you know, that is required and it, it helps me get there faster. And with my clients, I see, you know, the ones that do really well, they play the long game, they work the system and they stay in and they coach with me. And some of them keep coming back and keep coming back, which is great because they're getting results. They're getting results. You know, coaching isn't a magic bullet, but I think that coaches always need to be coached, right? I believe in the coaching model. And for me, it helps me build my business and create the results way faster than I could by myself. I agree with that. I, I, I keep a coach as well. Let's see. I wanted to ask you, oh, tell me, do you have a morning routine? I do. Yes. Shall I go through it for you? Yes, I would love it. <laughs> okay. I get up about 7 a.m. roughly. Um, I've been finding myself wanting to stay in bed as the evenings are getting darker here in England, but typically about 7 a.m. Go downstairs, let my dog, take my dog in the garden. At the moment, she has to be accompanied because the place I live doesn't have a fence around the edge. So mm. but that's quite nice because it wakes me up. Come back in, feed her, and I have my hot water and lemon. Um, then I make a cup of tea sit back in bed and I do my reading. I read about 10 pages of a personal development book. Then I do my mindset work. It's about 10 minutes and I do a thought model or I do a, a just a thought download. And then I look at what am I believing? Is that going to help me create the result that I'm looking to create? 
Um, I've just added writing three things I'm grateful for, literally added that this morning. So that's a new piece. Um, and then I will do my yoga. Um, typically, it's about 20 minutes to half an hour. When I'm very busy, it's 10 minutes. But I get my bottom down on that mat and do it because I feel so much better when I do it. Then it's breakfast time. And so I just have like toast with banana and marmites. Do you have marmite in the US? No, what is that? No. It's like yeast extract. It's a kind of salty thing. It's, oh. it's really, well, they say you love it or you hate it. Um, I'm a lover of marmite. So it's a, a kind of savory spread that you, you put All on right. it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I have that on toast. And then um, shower, get ready, put on my makeup. And I'm usually watching some kind of um, podcast or something from my coach. I'm sure I'll be listening to your podcast as that's coming out while I'm doing my makeup. Take my supplements. And then I sit down at my desk by 10 a.m. ready to start work. Got it. That's beautiful. I like to ask everyone that question. And almost everyone does follow a morning routine. I think it's important. I do as well. That's the day, I think. So what is one tip uh, you could give our listeners that they could take action on? They take action on it today um, to make their lives just a little bit better in some way. Hmm. One tip. Um, I would say, just in keeping with the, the theme and the, the book I mentioned, The Slight Ed, it's not about big, grand gestures. You know, um, it's not about like always quantum leaps or these massive successes. But how can you be just 1% better every day? You know, how can you add 1% to your health? How can you add 1% to your relationships? We know about compounding. We know over time how that plays out. Um, the whole premise of, of this book that I'm currently reading is success is small actions repeated every day over time. Failure is small errors in judgment repeated every day over time. And they can be small things that we don't think in the moment matters like, well, shall I have water or shall I have a can of Coke, right? Small decision. You're not going to drink the can of Coke and suddenly keel over and die. So it's like, well, it doesn't really matter. But it does because when you repeat it over and over and over and it's just little things like that. And it's like, you know, if you're with a partner, are you telling them you love them every day? It's a small thing. It's easy to do, but it's easy not to do. And failure doesn't happen just like that. What we label and see as failure is typically you failed to do those small actions in that area over time. And then by the time it kind of looks like failure, it's like the compounding has kicked in and now you've got a mess. And actually, it's in the little daily decisions that we really don't think are important. That has been my experience. And as I focus on building habits and working with my calendar and those small things, the big things take care of themselves. The business builds, the clients come, the six figures and, and then, you know, beyond comes the health improves all the things, but we have to look at our daily behaviors. Beautiful. That is, that would help us all if we would do exactly that. So what is the best way for our listeners to get in contact with you or to work with you or just follow you? Yeah. So I'd love to have um, anyone that has resonated, come over and join our group on Facebook. 
It's called Do Business Like a Woman. So you can search for it or you can put in um, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash do business like a woman. Come join us in that group. We have a beautiful community there. I go live every Monday and share tips about how to get clients, how to do business like a woman, how to integrate our feminine energy. We have loads of fun. And if you're an entrepreneur, coach or a service-based female entrepreneur, there are opportunities to be promoted, to be featured. Um, I believe a rising tide lifts all boats. So I know that um, helping people get seen, helping them get visible and share their business is really important for entrepreneurs. So do come join us in the group. Um, that is where I am most active. I also have a website, dobusinesslikeawoman.com. If you're interested in working with me privately, you can book a, a call with me and we'll have a chat see where you're at in your business and whether it's a fit and what you're looking to create. So, but do come join the Facebook group and come get to know us a little bit better and, and how we can support you. Outstanding. Yes, it's, a, it's an active group, quite a number of members too, I, I know. Okay, well, I tell you, thank you so much. I always love connecting and I'm glad my listeners have gotten to know you today also. Well, Lisa, it's been such a pleasure. And like I said to you before we came on, I'm so glad that you're doing this. You know, I've watched your journey and I know how much personal development you've done and how you've grown. And I think this is brilliant that you're doing this podcast. So thank you for having me. Thank you. All right. And to our listeners, until next time. Hey, before you go, I hope that you loved this episode. I would love it if you could do me two quick favors. First, make sure to subscribe to Next Level Woman. That way, you will get notified when the new episodes are coming out. So definitely subscribe to follow us. The other thing that I would love for you to do is to join us in my Next Level Manifestation Facebook group. This is an awesome place off the podcast platform where you can ask questions. I do free trainings and share very helpful resources there too. You're going to love it. And it's a great place to also find other women who are going after big dreams and getting great results. Links are in the show notes or go to lisahart.com, L-I-E-S-A-H-A-R-T-E.com. 